0: Welcome to The Chat Marketing Podcast, your number one place to learn actionable strategies and tips that help you have more profitable conversations with your customers. This podcast is here to help you grow your business by better understanding your customers, speak to them on another level, and grasp the opportunities that lie in the chat marketing industry. And now, let's get chatting with your host. Live from Melbourne, Australia, successful chat marketer and entrepreneur, Dan Pinney. Hello, folks, and welcome to Episode 6 of the Chat Marketing Podcast. I hope you're doing well. Now, at the recent Conversations conference hosted by ManyChat, when you were watching the presentations, you could tell how impactful it was by how active the live chat was being and how much people were discussing the presentation. Because obviously it was all virtual. And when today's guest Rupert Samuel gave his presentation, you could see people going crazy about the possibilities, the power, and the endless capabilities that combining their chatbot with his technology could have. Today we chat to Rupert about Walletly, a software that plugs directly into your chatbot and can target people in an app that over 2.1 billion users have on their phones and i'm not talking about facebook or messenger on top of that this program also allows us to get around the pesky 24-hour rule that we have to communicate with our subscribers so trust me you're going to want to implement this and what he has to say after listening to this interview so without further ado here's our chat with rupert samuel of wallet lee all right rupert welcome to the chat marketing podcast thank you for having me how are you doing oh really well thanks and um like I said in the intro, I'm, I'm really excited to delve into some of the tips and tactics that you covered during your conversations presentation. And I sure. noticed a lot of people in the live chat were talking about some of the possibilities and the capabilities of Walletly and, and using the mobile mm-hmm. wallet. So I'm really excited to get to delve into that but before we um get too far down the rabbit hole of that tell us a little bit about um your background and how um you ended up founding um and ended up in this space
1: uh how far back do you want to go do you want to go back <laughs> As- for the super long story or do you want to go on my chat box Long story.
0: No, let's go. <laughs> let's go super long because always, I mean, chatbots haven't been around for that long. So I'm interested as to what they've done in their previous life that has kind of influenced their decision to get into this space.
1: So my previous. My previous life, let's say uh, 10 years ago-ish, uh, I'm, I started with retail. So my, my parents used to have quite a few stores up and down the UK going back about 20-30 years ago. And it's kind of been in the family of being a shop owner. And uh, the only way I can really describe the items are fashion accessories like uh, hot items and swag items essentially. So, um, you know, when I, when I was 18, I got my first shop. And then by the time I was 23 or so, I'd had uh, nearly 20-odd shops at this point. So we did quite a few pop-up stores, which worked out very well. And, you know, with, at, at this point, I then started going to wholesale, started looking at e-com, uh, started doing pretty well with those kind of areas of kind of like going a little bit more digital. Essentially, the high street became a little bit more expensive and costly than being able to open up a shop and having an internet Uh, just having your website and really at that point that's kind of when I started to realize that is there a is there a way that I can make something that's kind of you know like like some of the handbags I've designed for for the shops and some of the gloves and like I you know I designed fashionable um fashion goods that were you know based around what our customers wanted when they were coming into the shop and based off of also what um uh, other stores we used to supply and what they would ask for so it gave us a pretty good idea on you know what kind of hats, scarves, gloves uh, and bags we should uh, design and it, it kind of I kind of got the idea of like you know is there something that I can make that's digital that can work well for store owners and at this point you know I was looking at ManyChat and making a large template that that template and then won me uh, their 2018 chatbot best builds and whatever it was. Um to which then quite a few people were, you know interested to see and see how it is I build bots and what it, how you know how it was for me and what it was I did and and then from there kind of like building that chatbot I realized that there was two friction points that I think were more the problem more than the actual chatbot imagination build itself and these two points one of them is well, one of the solutions to one of these, pro- one of the the two problems, first off, is the delivery of the, of the, let's say, coupon, or the delivery of the campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the, the solutions, this has been uh, Walletly. And then the second uh, problem that I realized was um, a better way for an offline opt-in. And at the very start, we're talking back, you know, early 2018, through that kind of year there with chat marketing is quite new. So mm. you, know, you can kind of break it up quite well. But you used to have the messenger QR code, not the QR code, but the messenger QR code, the circle blue thing. And that was kind of like, you know, what I was pushing to people to kind of like say, look, you know, you don't have to go to think about it. Open messenger, camera, there you go. And it, it was kind of like the simplest thing. But it wasn't really natural for the consumer. It was beneficial for the business and beneficial, let's say, for the application. But it wasn't yeah. really, you know, simple for our consumer. So at this point, that's when I started looking at um, another platform I've got called A1, which is all about NFC management and allow it in dynamic QR codes and things upon this nature. And, um, yeah, you know, that's kind of where, where and how I kind of got into it. it was based around basically being one of the people that would be uh, using Walletly themselves as a business owner um, and then kind of just kind of putting it all together, I guess, kind of from one thing to another. So um, mm. yeah, my, my, back, my background kind of goes into retail as like the actual one of the end users yeah. of Walletly, uh, I guess is the main thing I'm getting around to saying.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting that you have that offline and online, but still this solution Helps bridge the gap between both yeah. of those, and and is that a lot of that owed to your your background and history in being in in the fashion retail industry for a while?
1: Yeah, well, I th- I think I think it is myself because it gives me a little bit more of a pr- appreciation. I know what the, It's like. I feel like I have a little bit more of appreciation because because I. I our wholesale business still carries on today, and we deal with about five hundred stores across the UK and around the world, and like you know, have a fair few conversations with a, a lot of them. And trying to understand what they want ultimately gives me a much better idea to kind of like what we can make Walletly into. And then having a better understanding of what the many chat users, which I'd refer to marketing agencies, want, kind of gives me a bit of an idea on both sides of the coin on what the users of Walletly essentially want because. You know the, the the framework of walletly in some sense you can say is that you know we have a lot of agencies that work with us and they resell the capability of of, of walletly uh over to uh, their clients and ultimately if the platform is in a usable manageable and has the features that um the end client would want it makes it much easier for agencies to be able to implement something like walletly into a client but at the same time you know, the client needs to be able to use it, and not to to cause hassle for the agency. Um, and yeah, that that's kind of the, the way that Walletly kind of been created and made. Not so much that we want to handle things like channels, like what ManyChat does. More than we're the platform that you can create you know, very well designed, structured, and um, you can see all of your information, like, you know, the actual trying to to get data out of many chats sometimes, as much as you would think it would be a problem. It can be a particular kind of problem Mm. sometimes. Um, And for these types of campaigns that we implement, you know, loyalty, coupon, membership, stamp cards, um, event tickets, things like this, because they have a particular Offline conversion or redemption, the word that I kind of want to go with it so much, you know, redemption conversion, because redemption can be done in so many different ways, you know, from scanning somebody's phone, from inputting how much a, a customer telling you how much they spent through a chatbot, like web view redemption, on the phone code redemption. Um, website, checkout, redemption, and all these redemption models are essentially the conversion, but the redemption needs to be capable of making that type of conversion in that method. And Walletly provides all of this along with security um, on the sense of like, you know, a consumer can't utilize the past more than once or, you know, out of certain restraints. And normally you'd have to build all the conditional logic into a many chat bot to be able to do that when ultimately we've just placed it into Walletly. So you don't have to think about that. And you just work on the main thing that you're meant to be working on, which is gaining consumers or gaining leads to be able to make that redemption and conversion at the end of it.
0: And how did you become, how did you get to the decision of using the mobile wallet on a phone and and maybe actually um, explain to people exactly what the um, for the people out there that might not use the mobile wallet, which I know there are a lot of them, how how did you get that decision, and and how exactly does it work?
1: So let's let's sort out the one first of like what is mobile wallet for the ones who mm. don't know, and then <laughs> then I'll come back round to the why did we decide on going on to mobile wallet because that's a bit of a fun story in a okay. sense. <laughs> I'll save that one for after. But. Um, what is Mobile Wallet? Well, Mobile Wallet is like pretty much what I covered inside of my um, ManyChat uh, session. Many ch- um, mobile Wallet is an application that vast majority of the consumers have on their, mobile f- uh, on their mobile phone. And this is an application that consumers don't need to download. That is one of the main things you kind of want to get into it because most businesses and marketing agencies for this point hate it when, they've got, when they know that they've got to ask their consumer to download um, an actual app because that's a friction point and with this is no friction point on actually adding the mobile wallet Now the fact that you know the mobile wallet is there from day dot as soon as you have your mobile phone this doesn't this also what I just said there, doesn't only um, You know you have got Android and you've got uh, iPhone iPhone every bloody phone out there has the wallet 5050 let's say with the Android because some neck neck Naturally come with it, but then they also allow users to delete it, um, then reinstall it and it 's kind of like one of these you know uh, android didn 't want to strictly leave yep. you with particular apps on the phone, so just to make sure you got that and they give you the detail on um, after this the, the reason why this application is so po- so secretly popular, and I guess in its own sense. Is that the main use case for it? Is that consumers place their debit cards and credit cards into it, and you only got to wave your phone over a payment terminal to pay for something the exact same way that you would with a credit card. But the difference is, funny enough, with the you know mobile wallet, you can actually spend like nearly five times more with a contactless uh, capability. And to unlock it, you've only got to do usually like a face scan um, or you know. Uh, your password input Mm. your your digit code and the banks prefer that because it comes with more security than somebody just nicking your your card and then running off with it i mean they've got to run off you with your phone get a scan of (laughs) your face get your four digit code the whole you know the whole thing if they're going to use your um, thing there so consumers love to use it because it's fast contactless and easy for them to spend money now you can distribute um, you know coupons into this application and this is where walletly kind of comes into it and once you distribute these coupons you're now going to be able to send them notifications the same way that you kind of send messenger notifications but instead of it being inside of a conversation it's more of literally like a notification you're not you're not this channel's not made for you know back and forth it's made for updates uh, yeah. in its own sense so you know it's not exactly ideal. You like you don't I like the idea I think of it is like you don't want to be a pest to somebody inside of your messenger feed by saying, hey, you've got ten days left. Hey, you've got seven days left. Hey, yeah. mate, if you didn't hear me say it three days ago or six days ago, you've now got three days left. And yeah. you know. Uh, on you go there's a certain element I guess you can do inside a messenger but I mean you know the 24-hour rule and everything that they implemented since March yeah that's obviously not the route that they want to go about it and with Walletly you you can send those notifications you know there's no 24-hour rule I mean there's only a 10-minute rule that's the rule that is it's like 10 minutes 10 minutes between each message and make sure and don't send the exact same thing that you sent before So, this channel gives you that capability of doing those kind of reminders, updating with new offers. Um, You know, you can send links so that consumers can jump back into Messenger or SMS or to another or onto a website or whatever you'd like them to do, really. Um, and as added bonuses on top of you know those no- that notification channel, this notification channel allows you to also have things such as proximity notifications, which because let's say I, I think it's eighty four percent of the best use cases of mobile wallet have been used for what I refer to as brick and mortar businesses where you know consumers will come and make um, a redemption or a conversion in an offline method. Mm-hmm. It can be used for online as well, but I mean, the vast majority of the use cases for this have been for that kind of market area. Um, but you can do proximity notifications, which long story short, just a am- and beacon notifications, which is kind of in the same bucket as proximity. But yep. essentially just imagine that when a consumer walks within a hundred meters of your store location, you can tell them, hey, why not come in for a coffee? You know, why not come in yeah. for a PT session? Well, hey, why not come in and watch a film? Why not come and have a look at our 20% off special sale items we have this week? Whatever yeah. you want it to be. And you know, if you have, let's say, high traffic footfall areas in, south, inside of your town where you know there's maybe a football, a basketball game, mm. the park, um, or you know, maybe you don't want your, your special customers walking too close to a competitor, you know, you can put geo notifications on there saying, "Hey, it's a nice day in the park. Why not come in for a coffee?" Hey, it's a nice day in the park. Hey, it's, it's a great basketball game. Why not afterwards come and get two for one chicken wings, or you know, whatever you want the <laughs> the, the kind of message to be. And these proximity notifications are uh, sti- what I refer to it as sticky, as, um, as an easy way of getting it. Yep. Once that consumer is inside of that one hundred meter. Um, you know um circle that that notification will stay on their phone until they leave the one hundred meter uh, circle of where you 've left it for them, so unlike other notifications where you see it on the home screen on the lock screen and then you swipe across and then it 's gone or whatever you know, they can open up their phone, they won't see it. But then once they close their phone, go back to the lock screen, they're still in proximity of where it is. They'll still see it until they leave the
0: proximity <laughs> area. So good. It's, it's, this was, this was sort of my reaction. I'm sitting here like giggling and, and just thinking about the possibilities of how it could be implemented. But it also, when you were talking about the technology, what resonated with me the most, and I hadn't, I hadn't actually subconsciously recognized this until recently, but you know, mm-hmm. now when I go out and particularly now, Uh, And and I'm in Melbourne So we're all wearing face masks Um, So you've got your keys You've got your face mask uh, You've got your phone And then you're like I don't actually need my wallet Um, I'm carrying enough As it is (laughs) at the moment And so I don't take my wallet anymore And now like you know Some states over here we We have electronic licenses So we don't even need ID um, on us anymore. And that's that, that
1: there is the one, just to pick up on it, because you have yeah. to say it. That is the one thing that I think is going to completely destroy the offline wallet, if we refer to it yeah. as that. It's yeah. literally the only reason I carry my wallet is for identification for right. a driver's license. If I can get a digital driver's license and have that stored into my wallet, there'll mm. be no reason whatsoever for anybody to actually carry it. Yeah,
0: well, it's got, you know, um, they've introduced it to a couple of states over here and it saves the state so much money from just Ooh. printing and reprinting um, licenses all the time. So yeah, you're right. That's that's like the only thing um, left and without even noticing it, I've been paying more on my phone. Everything's now contactless because um, mm-hmm. of the environment we're in. There's so many things that you can do is, and I want to break those down a little bit further, but maybe um, let's go to the, the second part of my question around um, uh why the mobile wallet and how you came to you know pursue that particular space. Well
1: I, I like to tell an honest story of how things have happened. So this is this is a fun this is a fun one because there's some nice. other names there's some other names I'm gonna have to drop into this one. So um I think it was Christmas of two thousand eighteen, okay. Um I had seen some other guys um talking about mobile wallet. Um, guys called David and Philippe. Okay, they were speakers on other chat conferences. Funny yep. enough, and I investigated what that was. They didn't. They They, they didn't have eye to eye. The same idea on what we saw inside of Mobile wallets. So that, that didn't exactly go there. But that kind of gave me my first idea onto maybe this is where to go on a on a decent way to deliver. A coupon that you know really made a bit more of an emotional response with uh, yeah. our consumer because it comes off across something more physical that 's the only way I can kind of describe it it 's like you know when you do get given like a physical coupon or something, it makes it seem as if you 're going to use that to actually to, to actually use it as instead of just being told in like a quick line of text that doesn 't really seem like you 've been given a coupon yeah. so those, guy, those guys first woke me up to the idea of it. I then started investigating into it, and then, funny enough, I out of out of nowhere, I was in the midst of um, acquiring this other software that I no longer support anymore. So, <laughs> acquired it, and then it was gone within a, a year or something. But this was called Many Pages, and Many Pages was something where um, you could essentially allow user inputs to be viewed on a web view inside of your ManyChat bot, and allow user inputs to be placed into a uh, web form on um, a chatbot and then for the inputs on the web form to be sent over to your mini chatbot. So your mini chatbot would learn from essentially like a Google form or something like this. But you could also do Stripe transactions and all this this other kind of stuff. And I put that out there. And um, funny enough, out of nowhere, a a, a chat from uh, Australia, same place you're from, Hmm. um, got in contact with me and said to me, you know, like, I've got this idea for mobile wallets. And I had my own impression on mobile wallet. And... Long story short, um, that's when it then happened. So um, a deal, uh, the CEO of Walletly, I'm the CMO, both the co-founder, uh, came to me and said to me, you know, like, you know, this is this is the idea I've got. and I told him the ideas I got, and um, like, you know, <laughs> one of those one of those things of where essentially we completely scrapped everything that was kind of done before. Like Walletly had a different name to be honest with you and okay. it just it just didn't work it didn't work for the it didn't work for the business owners and if it doesn't work for the business owners the restaurant owner the gym owner the and took everything of what i had and put it onto into walletly uh, reworked it then a little bit afterwards to work closely better with marketing agencies but made sure that we completely made sure that our, one of our main goals has been is to completely sync ourselves with um, many chat as you know an unofficial official partner whatever way you want to refer, refer to it as um, yeah. for providing channels because ultimately you know walletly as number one, is a campaign implement- implementation tool. And secondly, with a USP, provides uh, wallet notifications. Because I, there's been so many different types of campaigns, I could tell you, where you give this coupon to a consumer. And at this point, they have you know, a 50-50 chance, let's say, on adding the pass to their wallet or not. But at least they still know that inside of that button, inside of Messenger, inside of SMS, inside of email, is that pass that they can always just get up on a web view. Mm. Okay, And you will find that there is a percentage of users that add the pass to their wallet which gives you the notification capability and there is a percentage that don't. But you will still find that in both of these two categories, you, you still both get a conversion. Uh, percentage. So even the ones who don't add to their wallet still know they've got that coupon inside of that button somewhere or whatever they've done with it. Mm. And they still uh, use it because as much as you know that they haven't added it to the wallet, you still tell them, you still send them the reminder saying, hey, that coupon is going to expire. um, Or hey, you know, this coupon, I mean, you can still send it inside of SMS and email, which is extra channels outside. of
0: And so you can track whether or not it's been installed as well. Yeah, you can check if if it's been installed. Yeah, yep.
1: you know how many days have left. You know once it's made the redemption. You know once uh, how much they spent. So all of that information mm. um, is back and forth between ManyChat and between Walletly, um, and Walletly. You know gives you all the dashboards and the analytics of all the con- uh, you know the, the amount of money spent and the conversion and you know th- those kind of metrics are necessary. Yeah. And so yeah, we yeah. really just ended up on really just ended up on mobile wallet because um, somebody else thought it was a good idea. We looked into it, didn't have the same uh, idea. I get I got on with my merry way on something else, and then someone else came to me talking to me about it, and we both saw eye to eye with it. So um, here we are, nearly two years later.
0: Yeah, <laughs> isn't that funny how things work? And you know, looking back on that two years. Uh, and so how big is the company now? How has it sort of grown? And it has been, like it mentioned, implemented on <laughs> a number of different campaigns.
1: I mean, there's more than 50 countries using. I mean, I got a request yesterday for the Nigerian uh, symbol for their, their money and uh, to be involved. <laughs> not, in, not the uh, Nigerian yeah,
0: prince that was going to yeah, promise you no, no, uh, no, not $7 the billion. Prince, but,
1: no. <laughs> not Not that guy. But... Um, <laughs> No, I, what can I say? I mean, there's over—I think there's over forty different currencies that the platform now works in. When we first opened it, it was just the U.S. dollar. There's at least over seventy different countries, I think, that are bloody working uh, with it. Um, there's at least over now thirteen thousand business businesses using it, and there's a few thousand. Um, users i mean like the thing you gotta understand is like many chat you know i have an account but i must have at least 50 bloody many chat account pages connected to my bloody account yeah. so i mean yeah i mean it's just kind of gone from strength to strength really um and i mean it's i think it just kind of comes down to that you know i'm constantly trying to make sure that we're implementing the next feature that's necessary for you know our shared audiences between marketing agencies and the business owners themselves um, to be able to implement something. I mean, there is, a, there is a, a, it's an interesting thing that we, I recently really came across between like the business owners and the agencies, but the agencies love to implement all of the extra channels, okay? So yep. all the extra communication channels, but. Most business owners that we find that use Walletly directly, they just end up using Walletly for Walletly and just using the QR code, the URL growth tool, not really expanding on their SMS, messenger, email lists or anything upon that nature for you know just re-engagement in every kind of way you can think about it. Um, but the simplicity of it for some business owners who don't, let's say, know how to really put everything together in a digital, like, you know, they've got a MailChimp account, they've got a Walletly account, they have mm. that. They're not really maybe realizing that there's so much new tech coming out, um, in you know, this year. And many chat with email, SMS, and Messenger really is, you know, the only one thing I personally feel that you, you really do need uh now to be able to communicate with people i mean there is a few few other bits you know online shopping and all that kind of stuff but um we need to look into how we can really push um the business owners to think about how they need to connect directly walletly onto something like messenger sms and email
0: yeah how is that how do those conversations go because you know like i mentioned the presentation people were going like well this is you know the, the capabilities and the possibilities of this technology are endless really. And then like I said, there's been so many different use cases out there. How do you try to educate people as how it can, be, how it can impact their business and you know how it actually works. Like some people don't know how they can actually use it in their business.
1: I mean, there's the, there's the chat that I tell a business owner and then there's the chat that I kind of give an agency, which are two different kind of things. So I find that they, they like to be told this stuff in different ways, to be honest. When it comes to the business owner, I just tell them like, well, I, t- I never mention. I mean, if it's me talking to a business owner and I was going to implement walletly for them, I never mention the word walletly or anything like this. I never mention really mobile wallet or anything upon that nature. I literally just say it's digital coupons. It's digital coupons, digital stamps cards, it's digital, because they just understand what that means. They just understand that that means that I've now got a coupon on my phone and I don't need to have it. They're like, oh, where is it in the phone? You go the wallet app. And then they say, oh, but do I need to download it? No, every phone has it. And that usually is the end of that conversation in some, <laughs> in some way. And when it comes to like, how do I get customers to use or to have my coupon? walletly gives you the qr code and the url growth tool and that's all they really focus on so they just create their offers each month or create have their one stamp card push that out push that out there like this and the thing is it like the simplest the simplest thing that we found that a lot of business owners have been happy for and we didn't even realize we did it until they started saying oh that was useful is that let's say you've got like two qr codes at the front of the house uh, a front of house on a shop or something and um you know one's the monthly coupon offer and one's the stamp card but let's say that harry didn't download his bloody stamp card into his wallet and he can't find the url anymore because it was just then and they wasn't sent to him in an SMS or an email or a messenger or something like this. Yep. When, when, when you use just the Walletly tool itself and you have that growth tool there with the QR code, if the consumer uses the exact same email that they used before, it will find them in the database and then just give them their stamp card again. <laughs> so it made it very simple for business owners at that point of just basically like, yeah, just remember your email addresses. And if you have to start over with a new email address or something, then that's your problem, not ours. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, there are a way for them to obviously get the, the, the url and give it to them or you know the, to send them the pass over but if you don't have um you know their their, their, their email or phone number kind of um connections with something like many twilio or mailchimp or active campaign or whatever have you it, it has that one little um fr- that's yeah. how I, I would explain it to a business owner it's just digital coupons digital this the one thing that really sells them on it as soon as you just kind of like say hey you know if that customer and they have that coupon inside of their wallet and they walk past you they get told to come and visit you they're like really i'm like yeah look i like i i have them around town so if i'm ever walking around town like i bump into somebody or something to be honest with you i'm like mostly in the office but uh, i have them so i can show them i go yeah look it's on my phone it doesn't leave my phone until i leave town you know (laughs) <laughs> so it's just a nice way of showing somebody like if you go and demo what it's quite fun if you go and take like the little geolocation you place it on top of where you, you know where you're going to go visit them if you you know you're going to do a in-person visit and then bang you kind of show them the the real thing of it
0: yeah i like that that's very sneaky um what are some of the mo- the most common use cases that you see businesses um want to implement uh wallet cards and coupons yeah they're the two big ones and so is it generally uh you know hospitality businesses retail what sort of industries do you see them used across restaurants and gyms are
1: pretty much the two biggest places that we find us um are using it um but like i said it's just anything offline where you've got consumers physically coming to you this is you know, this is what you, this is the software that you would use to really help you with your business on that side. So restaurants, restaurants and gyms, are the two niche particular ones, but everybody, everybody is an off, offline. There's very far and few between digital use cases that we are working with, but it is a goal of ours over 2021 to implement the Shopify WooCommerce integration and to adventure into some digital uh, use cases alongside of it. We've already made some like workarounds with like ManyChat with like their Shopify integration and um seller tools with troy and uh, with amazon there and some bits there um but um yeah natively putting it into our platform is the goal uh somewhere in 2021
0: what are some of the uh you know you mentioned some of the campaigns uh in your presentation in many chat and you know the one around the gym what are some of the um the case studies that stand out to you that have really made an impact not only from the software but also for the business owner as well
1: uh i think well the only case the the, the the one case study that sticks out to me personally right is the eddie uh case study and it's a long time ago but it's the only case study like it it's the only it's the only one quite like that and what i mean by this is that eddie is a business owner okay um and you know, he's not a digital marketer. He does it like he he knows. You know, a few things about this, that, and the other. But he, you know, strictly a chef. He does a live streaming about. His, I still watch his live stream stuff. He, you know, <laughs> he teaches people to cook and things. Um, but he was able to implement Walletly. He had been implementing some other many chat um, things for restaurant um, beforehand. He was able to literally get Walletly up and going within like an hour he was able to within, you know, got he was happy with every, like everything was set up and he was happy with it. Had like, you know, this is before the days of SMS and email and all that stuff on ManyChat. This is like messenger code uh, days, like very early 2019, I feel. I, 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 I feel. Um, and, you know, he was, he, was, he was literally one of the, like the first, beta, you know, the very first beta group you could almost refer to it as. Mm. Um, and he was just able to get Everything in place. He started using the proximity notifications with the beacon. Um, he spent about two hundred dollars in ads, um, and he had his QR code set up inside of his store. And straight away, within the first month, he was able to get I think like six thousand dollars in trackable sales. Um, and he had more people he, like the thing he liked the most. is like he called me up because he's like I can't remember where he is. Um, I think it's Taiwan, but he has a Mexican restaurant. It's a very very fun mix, I find. Okay, <laughs>
0: but, but
1: he um, he was just shocked to see people coming into the store when he had the proximity notifications. Like people would come in, is like oh, it says I can get a coupon. And he was like, yeah, 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 sure, scan this, and you know, it was <laughs> it was just it was like, I don't, I don't like it's like it's like it's like it's like having someone on the street telling people to come in that have already had like good service. It's like you know you can't. It's like if you put someone out there with flyers. That person wouldn't be able to know who came into the shop previously, and to be like, "Hey, you've come in before. Why didn't you come in again? I'll give you an offer." And instead, Like, you know, your phone's out there, just kind of like pinging people that have been there before. So he he loved it for that main reason, and that was the that was really the first sign, one of the big first signs to me that if it works for him, it will really work for. for for, for any marketing agency or for any, any business owner, I feel, because yeah. that, that was the core product of it. Like, you know, not everybody downloaded the pass and put it in the wallet even, you know, back then. Um, but, you know, for those who did, it started to make a decent list of really, really, really encouraged customers to come to, come to your store and you know you could say to it, it's like one of your smallest lists but it's um, one of your most powerful like your 1% audience on facebook ads if uh, anybody knows what i what i mean yeah. like that yeah like your yeah
0: <laughs> and the other thing you mentioned in the presentation was that out of all the other channels you yeah. know, and the big the big buzzword was the omni channel but out of all the other channels this is the one transactional channel compared yeah. to the rest
1: yeah. Well, it, the, the 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 predominant um, use case for the wallet is you know using your wallet to pay for stuff, hmm. right? And I mean you know, messenger. The predominant use case for it is f- not for me to talk to a business. It's for me to talk to my mate. You know, yeah. SMS. It's exactly what I just said. It's for mm. any, any communication of anything, and email is just overdone with it. The, the primary use case of the wallet is a financial use case for people to spend money. They're very, very, very vigilant on that channel. Like, you get an actual report of how much money you spent on your card at what locations, and it's like a little miniature statement that you normally get from your bank. Like, it, you know, your normal wallet with your actual debit card, credit card does not do that. You know, so so you're very aware of it, And you know, if you, if you, as the, as you know, time goes on, if you look at the statistics and everything, it's becoming more and more natural for our younger audiences to be using it. I think it's like 94, 98% of millennials or something like this in in Europe use, the mobile wallet nearly every other day or something upon this nature i think it was and it's actually quite funny so obviously, obviously like i have a, a few local friends that know what i'm up to and this is one chap called charlie um who he runs things with um, student events okay so he was over at the freshers fair like welcoming all the freshers to the universities we have here yep. and um you know he's always like asking me what's the new tech and you know what's 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 the new thing happening and he's always known about, well, he's always been one of the early beta testers of Wallet.ly and A1 and other things as well. But um, he was just so surprised the other day. So it was only Freshers Fair last week. He was so surprised. He phoned me up and he was like, every single kid is using their mobile wallet. Every single kid paid for something with their mobile wallet. No, nobody got out a debit card or credit card. And. I told him he was old, but then afterwards I then said, yeah, it's surprising, isn't it, that, you know, I can kind of maybe tell the future, and he's like, maybe, we'll see where we are in five years, but I was like, yeah, by then you'll be too late, mate. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, it shows, it, it does show, I mean, older generations don't, I mean, that was like one of the few cons I put on my pro and cons on like the messenger mm. thing on my slides was actually the older generation don't really use the wallet so much. Uh, younger generation does but i mean the more and more useful it becomes the more and more easy or you know the more and more people trust it i mean it's one of the interest, one of the most interesting i didn't put it into my slides but the only reason why the less referred as i refer to it as the older generation don't use the mobile wallet application is because they don't trust it hmm. they think that there's a security inside of it as it's the complete and total opposite when you've got biometric security when it's literally
0: looking at your face right yeah but
1: it's biometric was biometric with face scan but also fingerprint you know um uh, as well for the different types of model of phones that you you have out there and it's so much more secure you know it it just it's just that funny thing that some people have just said no i don't trust it i don't want my debit card attached to my phone what if i lose my phone and it's like well how you know what if you lose your phone yeah, it's the same thing if you lose your bloody credit card mate nothing much more different so yeah sorry I went on to a bit of a tangent then.
0: no I know like when I was looking at Wally and just the the possibilities of what people can implement into their business and the use cases and being able to bridge that gap particularly now and you know we're in Melbourne we're about hopefully going to come out of lockdown sooner rather than later and so there'll be people there'll be a huge rise of you know um, people out and about and trying to interact with some of those bricks and mortar businesses and and, you know, there'll be businesses out there that have been struggling for a long time. And this is something that, you know, when they haven't had foot traffic for so long, mm-hmm. is such a powerful piece of, of their marketing strategy that they can implement, you know, like you yeah. said, within 60 minutes or so, like Eddie.
1: Yeah, like Eddie. I mean, that's that's the thing I always come back to is like, I, I don't talk to so much of the business, too many of the business owners, to be honest with you. If I ever get in contact with some of the business owners that ever come to Walletly directly, I I Usually try and um, put them in touch with one of the marketing agencies that uh, you know. is part of our white label program, just because it seems to yeah you know, help them help us. Mm-hmm. And it's a uh, you know a nice little ecosystem to be able to make sure everybody's taking care of each other in its own sense.
0: I always ask this question to um, to guests around their sort of journey through uh, you know from retail and then and I guess stumbling on um, on Lean. This might help answer this next question, but how much of your success comes down to hard work and how much comes down to just pure dumb luck.
1: I mean, it's lucky that I, that me and Adil found each other to be able to implement something quite like, I I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to say a lot of it's hard work. Not a lot of it's so much, not a, not a lot of it is luck to be honest with you. I just say most of it would come down to hard work to be honest with you. I mean, Mm. There's a lot of fun stories I can tell you from like, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, my, my personal thing is like, you know, I, <laughs> I started on market stalls and like, you know, I used to be busking, like I used to be a magician on the street, like shifting this <laughs> and doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd have to say that sometimes some people's premonition of what they refer to as luck kind of comes out of more of what I would refer to as consistency. And, you know, if you are, you know, pushing, you know, your boundaries or let's say you're pushing your um, your envelope out there or whatever way you kind of refer to it as, you're more liable to get at least a, a good response somewhere after maybe 100 rejections. But if you give up after a, you know one rejection, then you're not exactly going to be able to go somewhere. So I mean, like some of the most rejecting things I can think of inside of like retail and everything I've had to go through is like, I, once we moved out of retail, we went into wholesale, and was like I said to you, wholesale like you know to nearly five hundred stores up and down, mainly in the UK, but you know some around the world. Like you gotta you gotta understand, as soon as you start importing and exporting goods, like you've got to deal with people in, on the other side of the world. Dealing in all sorts of different languages, dealing with all sorts of different rules and regulations. I got a flight. Like I used to fly over to China like two, three times a year, and I used to fly over to Italy like every month, if uh, if not every other week sometimes. And like that's like. It, it's like, I can only describe it as it's one very hard work, very stra- strenuous, but at the same time, it comes with so many rejections and so many ways of people not being able to deliver product, people not being able to do what they said they would, you know, ship and not getting it here here on time. There's a typhoon in that part of the world. That then slows down. There's, you know, it's like so, so many so many, kind of things that kind of go around to that. So I, I would have to say, that I, I think that luck more comes down to people who will seem to be lucky and those who seem to be are actually more consistent. So... Yeah, yep. that's my my side of it. Sorry, I, I, like I do go on a bit it. of a tangent. Me?
0: No, I like that. I like it, I, and I think that's um, you know people that are, and it's it's consistency, but it's also hard work. And you know, to your credit, um, and I'm sure at early days of, of Wallerly and wondering whether or not this idea will actually get off the ground, there'd definitely be some testing times, but to your credit, you still got to work hard to get the idea off the ground and get users and get businesses to adapt mm. it. And
1: um, you know, like the, the mention there of users and everything, but I mean, I just want to say a quick thank you to like the many chat environment, um, really for that. Um, I refer to it as like the ecosystem or the environment because there's mm. a lot of names and a lot of people around, uh, you know this big up and coming platform um for what it's going to provide and what i what I feel it will provide um until twenty twenty five um but yeah you know it 's a big thank you for that because there's a lot of people there who believed in what we were trying to do and kind of like saw scope and like, you know, I did a lot of lives to kind of just give people like the roadmap and for them to kind of get the idea of where we're heading, it might not be for you to now, but you know, we might be for you later down the road and you know, it's all about trying to stretch uh, the capabilities of, um, mobile conversations really just at this now we just want to be able to deliver something to them which is you know made especially for those offline conversions or redemptions as i refer to it
0: yep last question is there anything i haven't asked you yet
1: it it, it is uh what have you got on offer at the moment
0: that's the last one where do do people find you
1: i like i like to do offers all right like all the time not all the time right but when i do an offer it's a decent offer and it's made for a reason. So we we like like we don't even implement it exactly with Walletly, but like how I used to do my retail shops and all these kind of things, I feel that there's a certain element in how you place your product in the market that you, it makes it a thing. So yeah, um, offers at the moment, I mean, uh, I'm not sure when this is going to go out, but throughout the entirety of October, um, you can get six months free on Walletly. So that means you, you, can get a one, you can get a code, um, you wouldn't have to pay until March, that'd be for that one brand, I mean like in ManyChat you can have like 20 different brands uh, inside there but you can get one of your brands for free, get started using it, have it for a bit of fun, give it a bit of testing, use it for your own store, use it for your own um, uh, agency account and show demos to clients or whatever you like in six months free. Amazing. I love it.
0: We'll put all the links to the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great last question. Um, uh, Yeah. We'll put all the links to the show notes um, in there for people to claim that offer. This will be going out um, with about a week left in uh, October. So just uh, probably even 10 days. Um, So just in time and giving people enough time to jump in and take advantage of that offer. Um, It's been a fascinating chat. Like I said, it's a fascinating program software. You know uh, I can only see it being, um, integrated into a lot more marketing strategies and going forward. Um, Rupert Samuel, thank you so much for your time. And thank you so much for providing an awesome piece of software that can allow us to open up a lot of doors and drive a lot of foot traffic. Um, for businesses. Yeah, no worries. Uh,
1: it's been a pleasure. I'm quite happily
0: come, come back again if you ever want me to. Lovely. Thanks so much. No worries. Have a good day. All right. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Rupert. Wow. Just your mind goes crazy at what you could do. With the potential of wallet lee and the ability to target people right so i hope you got something out of that interview and you're going to go away and start to implement some of the lessons that you learned in this chat hey i've got a favor to ask have you enjoyed the first few episodes of this podcast if so i'd love for you to help out other chat marketers and make it easier for them to find the podcast by leaving a review you can head to the website at marketingpodcast.chat and find the links to itunes to leave a review We've got some great interviews coming up. Until then, take care and we'll chat to you soon.